Alrighty, guys, what is going on? Welcome back to the Eric Roberts Fitness Podcast. I've been talking to uh, I've been talking to a few people, whether it is on you know TikTok or Instagram or you know DM or email, whatever it is, and um, I hear a lot of people not where I'm at, but a lot of people are getting back to the gyms and, start, and starting to get back into their gyms and start getting back into like you know whether they had no weights or whether they only had light weights, like. That's pretty exciting. That makes me very happy because, like, I just like to see people getting in there and, and kicking ass and getting it done and just, like, lifting heavy weights. And, like, that's really, really cool for me. So I'm super, super stoked about that. Um, despite all the crazy things that 2020 has brought us, I think that we are on a trend upward. I, I truly do believe that. And I think that sometimes it takes really bad stuff to to have really good stuff come from it. So um, that that is my optimistic perspective thus far, and I'm going to keep that. So very quickly, let's just let's get right into it. Today's podcast is going to cover deloads, and I don't know, you probably don't even, some of you may not even know what that means, and that's totally okay because by the end of this podcast, you will know exactly what a deload is, why is it important, who should do it, when you should do it, what does it look like. You're going to learn everything about a deload, and trust me, a deload is very, very very important to your working out progress, to your working out success, to your exercise routine success. I just nailed my mic. Sorry if you heard that. Um, so yeah, let, let's just dive right in. What What is a deload? Let's just very cover what a deload is. Um, a, a deload is, so within your training, within your exercise training routine, you should be having some type of what is called periodization. And this is a very, very complex term. There's been there's been books written on it. There's been entire college courses written on periodization. Very simply put, you should be periodizing your your training, which means you should just have a plan for what you're doing, right? Like you should have some plans where like, okay, I'm going to focus on max strength or I'm going to focus on hypertrophy, which is just muscle gain, or I'm going to focus a deload week. Like you should have a plan within your training, right? So if you don't have a plan, that that that's an issue. That that's a that's an issue. First and foremost, you probably want to uh, want to cover that. But beyond that, you should be having a plan. You should be having a periodized plan, and you should be working in deloads into this plan. And that is a part of what periodization is: is just working in deloads, which is a period of lower intensity, lower lower stress, lower work. And if you are following a structured strength training program. And, and I don't mean like body pump or or any of that kind of stuff. Like that's cool and all, but that's not what I mean when I say this. If you are following a structured training program, a structured strength training program to make sure you get results, make sure you get stronger, make sure you build muscle definition, there, there should be some points and there are going to be some points that you run into where you are, you're tired, you're, you're, you've been increasing the weight, you've been You've been increasing the intensity. You've been increasing the volume. Volume is just, in, the, in, in terms of this conversation, sets and reps. You should be having a period where you're like, wow, this is getting kind of hard. I'm kind of tired. Like, and you'll, you'll be able to see this because your, your fatigue will go up. Your, your, the weights might feel heavier than normal. Like, you probably won't be getting very good sleep. Like, there are certain things, and we're going to talk about this later, but there needs to be period in your training where you take your foot off the pedal a little bit. Okay. And this is, and again, you should plan this out. So it's not like you're sandbagging it, or it's not like it's not a part of the plan and you're just, you know, wimping out. Like this should be a part of your plan where you can work in deload periods and be able to take your foot off the gas a little bit. And, and what, what the, I like, I like to tell people is 
you're using like one of those slingshots, right? Like you're 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 going really really hard, going really really hard, and then you're taking this deload week as pulling back on that slingshot. You're, you're you're pulling back on the slingshot, taking off the intensity a bit, and then when you get back from that deload, you're gonna shoot forward. You're you're, you're gonna explode forward, shoot forward, and that's the kind of idea behind a deload is you're putting stress in your body, stress in your body, stress in your body. Because trust me, again, if you are following a structured strength training program, you are putting an incredible amount of stress on your body. And on top of if you are in a diet, on top of if you're not getting the best sleep, on top of your work, on top of your relationships, like these things add up. And I've said this in multiple different podcasts, but it's not just about what you're doing in the gym. Like that is an important part, yes. But like it, you, you need to take into consideration your diet, your sleep, your stress at work. Like I'm recording this during COVID-19 and the social injustice going on. Like a lot of people are stressed from that as well. Like you have to take into account all these stressors because they all matter. But regardless, back to a deload. So a deload is taking a, a week – and I don't want to say off because it's not off. And we're going to talk about what an actual week of a deload would look like. But you're taking a planned period where you decrease the intensity and decrease the volume just a tad bit. So that way you can recover. It's 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 something called an overcompensation effect. And what that is is like you're putting all this stress, all this stress, all this stress on your body. It's adding up, adding up, adding up. And you're taking a period where you say, okay, I'm going to taper down a bit, let my body recover so that I can shoot back up 10 times better the next time I go back and work out and, and push myself during my program. And so – that is kind of what uh, what a deload is. And, and again, what are the benefits of a deload? I kind of touched on it, but the main thing is letting your body recover. Like right now, and, and I knew this going into this week, but this I'm recording this on Friday. Today was my last workout of, a, of my program. Next week is going to be a deload week for me, and I could not be looking forward more to it. And that's not to say like I don't want to work out. It's not, it's not saying that, but – my body is is spent. Like I've been increasing the weight, I've been increasing the reps. I, I've been I've been going on this upward trend for the last six weeks now, and at some point, you, you know, you you put this stress in your body, put this stress in your body, and at some point, it it adds up. It, it adds up because you'll and again, like I'm feeling it. Like I'm ready for this deload next week, and I know that when I take this deload after next week, I'm gonna come back and feel so much better. My my weights are gonna go up. My strength is gonna go up. Like. For example, today I benched 315 for three reps. Like, it was, wasn't was terrible, but, like, it was kind of hard. I guarantee when I go back in, like, four weeks from now, that 315 is going to be at, at the very least four reps, if not five reps. Just because I took this week – I took this upcoming week off. I scaled down my intensity, scaled down the volume, let my body recover to then be able to push myself that much more moving forward. If, if you're going through your training sessions and you're, like, either A – not looking forward towards a rest day or be not looking forward towards a, a, a deload week. Like you're, you're simply probably just not training that hard. And like, I'm not trying to be mean, but that's just the, and, and that's come from somebody who has worked out at the very least four days a week for the past eight years. Like it's a not, it was a non-negotiable. If you are not, cause I, I love working out. So with that being said, if you're not looking like, okay, a rest day is coming up good or like, okay, like a, a deload week is coming up good. Like, that's probably an issue, but um, but yeah. So it will. the The benefits are increasing your recovery. Um, you're you're gonna get stronger because you're recovering because you're letting your central nervous system kind of take a chill out a little bit. So you recover a lot better. Your metabolism is also going to be 
benefited from this because you're not putting so much stress on your body. So that will have a positive impact on your metabolism. Your cortisol levels are going to drop because, again, cortisol is stress. So if you put less stress in your body, your cortisol levels are going to drop. And that's why some people during a deload week, their body looks the best. Although they're not training as hard as they, they normally were, that cortisol levels are dropped down, which gets rid of some of the water weight, some of the inflammation. And, like, they look the best they've ever looked even though they're not training as hard as they normally normally do. So that could be one reason too um, as far as a benefit. But the, the main idea is – taking off the gas a little bit to then pound the gas the next week or, or, the, or that, next, that next cycle of training, right? So that's, that's kind of what it is in the main benefits. Um, let's go into who should be taking deloads. And in my opinion, again, I think everybody should be taking deloads, especially if you are following a structured strength training program or doing any kind of like high-intensity exercise. So this is where like – if you do body pump six days a week, like, you know, at some point that's probably not benefiting you. Like you're probably just working out to work out at that point, as opposed to like actually working out to get results, which is like a whole different podcast in itself. I might do is like, are you working out to say you do body pump six days a week or are you working out to get the best results? Like, what are you, what are you really doing in the gym and, and why are you doing it? Because yeah, working out six days a week body pump is cool, but like, what are you getting from that? Are you looking the way you want to look? Are you feeling the way you want to look? Are you getting stronger? Are you building muscle? Like, what is your, what is your why behind why you're doing that? That's a whole different podcast, but back to deloads. Yes, I think everybody should take deloads, especially because if you are a parent, if you are a spouse, if you have any other, if you are on a diet trying to lose weight, if you have anything else going on in your life besides just working out, you should probably take a deload every now and then. And, and that's just because there's so much daily stress that accumulates, whether it is from your kids, whether it's from your job, whether it's from a global pandemic, whether it's from your training, there's so much stress that builds up. Taking that foot off the gas just a tad bit to then be able to stomp on that gas the next week, I think that is very, very beneficial for people. And it can teach people, and this is one of my favorites, it can teach people that, yes, you have to work out hard, yes, Yes, pushing yourself is is paramount. But at the same time, like taking one week to kind of like let the gas off is not going to kill you. And, and trust me, I thought this one million percent because I never used to take deloads. I would, and, and it's funny because like I growing up for whatever reason I've stumbled, I stumbled across some pretty good training programs, um, whether from different people or whatnot. But either way, I would get to the, I would get the training program and be like uh, deload week, <laughs> yeah. Funny. Okay, let's just let's just keep getting stronger. Why don't we? And at the time, I think it was like, you know, 17, 18, I was like, yeah, okay, like whatever, this works. But then like after the 10th week, I was like, holy hell, my body is completely shot. My shoulders hurt, my knees hurt, my joints hurt, everything hurts. I'm not stronger anymore. My weights are decreasing. Like taking your foot off the gas for a week so you can then keep your foot on the gas for a longer duration of time. That is very, very beneficial. And, and this is something I, it's funny because I talk about this all the time now with diet. It's like if you can't, you know, sustain your diet, there's no point in doing that diet. It's the same thing with working out. If you, if you can't sustain this super high intensity, like you can't sustain that for the rest of your life. You can't sustain that for hell more than 10, 12 weeks. I've tried. Trust me. I have, I have tried to do it. Like it's just very, very tough. So working in these deload periods, 
are so massively beneficial to you. And again, everybody, in my opinion, should do them. But especially if you're following a strength training program, you should be working in deload weeks. So when, when should you deload? This is a question that is, is really, it depends. Um, I'll give you two, I'll give you two scenarios. Um, and I'll get, and I'll, and I'll, preface this because I work with one I work with people one-on-one and I work with people in a group setting so here's what I normally do um, <clears throat> when I work with people one-on-one I give them a new training program every five weeks so every five weeks they get a new workout program from me the first week of that training program is a deload week why do I do this I do this because actually I learned this from Jordan Syatt because he's really smart but I do this because the first week of a new training program, you're going to have to learn the movements. You're probably spent from the last three to four weeks of pushing yourself really, really hard because you just finished the training program. So you just got done pushing yourself, probably lifting the heaviest weights you have with the most reps you have with really pushing yourself. Now you're going into a new program. Why not use the first week of that new program to deload, get used to the new exercises, get comfortable with the new exercises, find out what weight kind of feels good where you can kind of start. If you, if you have, you know, four sets of eight on squats, okay, what weight feels good? What, what, weight, what weight feels really easy for eight reps? Okay, if, if it's 100 pounds, cool. When I get into next week, I'll do 115 pounds because I know that'll be a, probably a hard eight reps. Like use that first week of a new program to – really deload and just take your time to get used to the new movements. So that's what I do. And as far as the group thing, every four weeks, they get a new training program. So if the people in my group training program, they get a new program every single four weeks. As far as a deload for that, again, like I like the first week being a deload. Like, so I, I still like the first week learning new movements. You know, I can check people's videos and I can see their form, see their technique, see if, they look, if it all looks good. And then after the first week, they feel comfortable. Bam, the next three weeks, they're pushing it. So I would say normally every four to eight weeks of, of, a, of a structured strength training program, you should be taking a deload week. Now, I will say this, like I'm on, this is my sixth straight week of training intense and, and pushing weights and getting stronger. So for me, I just did six straight weeks of intense training. So my seventh week is going to be a deload. So I'll deload next week. And then the eighth week, I'll get right back on my program and, and right back where I started and, and, and start shooting my weight back up again and, and, sh and getting stronger and building muscle and everything. So I would say anywhere between four to eight weeks. And I just gave you two examples of the first week of a new program is normally a really, really good idea to take a deload because you're just learning new movements. You're, you're taking the time to learn the movements, get used to them, feel comfortable, feel the right muscles, make sure your form is right. So that's what I would say for a deload. And, and now if like, if you're following the same training program, like I, I'm just going to stick to my same tra training program because I was, I, I, this is the strongest I've ever been in my life. Like I'm feeling good. My joints are feeling good. Everything's feeling good. So I'm just going to stick to the same program. So for me, it was like, okay, let me, let me push until I kind of like feel that, feel that deload coming on. Right. So that's what, that's what I would say. Um, now, the thing is, I, I want to preface this, or I want to talk about this because I just said that I, I felt that I needed a deload week. And I am in a position where I've been really pushing my body for the past six, seven years. So, like, I'm very in tune with my body's feedback when it comes to strength training. And also, like, all of the other variables 
in my life are pretty consistent. I sleep about the same. I eat about the same. Like it's very, very similar. My stress is not very high. Like, yes, I own and run a business, but like I'm not really a stressed out guy. So all of my other factors are very consistent. So that tells me if I'm thinking I need a deload week, I'm going to take a deload week. Now, what I will say is, and I'm going to get better at this, I'm going to get better, and this is what I think you should do moving forward, plan plan your deload weeks. And, and again, I said this in the beginning, but period, periodize your deload weeks. Put it into your plan. So for me, I'm, I'm going to go with every five to six weeks, I'm going to have a deload week, no matter what, no doubt. And, and I would encourage you to do the same. Plan those into your workout or plan those into your training programs. And like I said, like every four to – Four to six weeks is, is honestly what I would say as far as a deload week. So what to look for when you when a deload is, is quote-unquote needed and if you think that a deload could probably help you? Again, I think you should be doing them anyway. So And this is kind of like um, – this is more like precaution medicine as opposed to like reaction medicine or whatever whatever that's called. I forget what it's called right now. But um, it's like – it's like taking blood pressure med- medication instead of like eating the right foods for the past 10 years and exercising for the past 10 years. Like I would much rather you plan your deload weeks ahead as opposed to like, oh, I'll just go by feel because why would you want to get weaker and, and, and get more fatigued and sleep like crap and have less hunger? Like why would you want to do that if you could just prevent that, right? So I would strongly suggest you program your deloads in. But that being said, what to look for when like a deload comes about and, and what to look for for after the deload. I can, again, I'm going through this right now. So I'm, it's funny because I'm able to tell you exactly kind of what's going on. But like for me, for example, and this is congruent with a bunch of people, but right now I am less hungry. I'm trying to gain weight right now. So I'm less hungry. I haven't changed my eating plan. I haven't changed my sleep. I haven't changed the workouts. I haven't changed anything. I'm just less hungry than I normally am. That right there is one huge cue for me. That's like, okay, I'm probably a bit stressed out. I'm, I'm probably, I'm probably needing a, a little bit of a break, a little bit of foot off the gas, right? As, as far as training goes. Also, the weights are feeling really heavy, and not just because I'm getting into the heavier weights and like I'm progressing my weights, but like I can just feel the weights are not. I, I'm not into the weights. Like, and one big thing for me, if I'm being very honest, like when I start to notice that my core bracing is not as effective and not as on point. Like that's an automatic sign for me where I'm like, okay, I'm my, my mental fatigue and my central nervous system are, are a bit taxed and I should probably take, take a step back from that. Um, on top of that, like, again, just stress levels very high. If, if your stress levels are very high, that's probably a good sign. That's like, Hey, okay, we should probably kind of take a deload week. Um, the next thing is going to be if, uh, if, if like your pumps in the gym, like if you're doing bicep curls or if you're doing, you know, squats and like you used to really feel your legs, but now you don't, if you're doing bicep curls, you used to feel your biceps, but now you don't like, that's one huge sign right there. That's kind of like, if you've been pushing the pedal for four to six weeks, you, you probably need a deload week. So all, all those things, it, it's really just like the biofeedback of your body telling you like, Hey, take your foot off the gas a little bit. And like, again, working out as a stress on top of all the other stress in your, in your day. So Probably taking your foot off the gas, really, really good idea. Um, what to look for during the deload and then after the deload? I would ever say during the deload, you'll start to feel better. You'll start to sleep better. You'll start to get more energy, less fatigue. Like, like for example, I, and I didn't even mention this, but right now, like my fatigue during the day is like at an all-time high. And it's not like too bad for me because I'm normally an, an uppity person. But like 
at any point of the day right now, I feel like I could take a nap. And, like, I would totally just love a nap right now. But, obviously, I have other things to do. But, like, that is also one huge sign because my energy, especially when I wake up in the morning, my energy is is significantly less. And, again, I'm sleeping the same. I'm eating the same. I'm doing everything else the same. But when I wake up in the morning, my energy is not there. And throughout the day, I just feel like I could take a nap, like, at literally any point of the day. And, normally, I don't. I don't feel like that. And so that, that's been one huge thing as far as like uh, biofeedback in terms of like when a, a deload is probably necessary. So, um, but yeah, so that's when you should deload and kind of what it'll look like. And then again, like during the deload, after the deload, during the deload, you'll start to feel better. You'll start to sleep better. You'll start to get that energy back. And then after the deload, you are going to go back into the gym and go back into your training program with more energy, with better pumps, with more, you know, more power, more strength. Everything's going to increase after that deload. At least if you did the deload right, it should. Okay. So finally getting into what does a deload look like? And there's two kind of camps here. There's two kind of, uh, what you should do. I'm going to cover both. Um, what a deload is not, let me make this very clear. A deload is not just taking an entire week off of training, like not not working out at all. That's not what that is. Now, I will say, when I work with people with one-on-one or even in my group, like if they're going on a week-long vacation and they don't want to work out, like cool. Like that's your deload right there. Like that that's kind of like a situational deload. Like, okay, like you're going on vacation. You don't have access to heavy weights. Like maybe you'll do some body weight stuff. Maybe you'll go on some runs, but like you're not going to really be pushing yourself that much. Cool. That's a deload week right there. And like – but as far as like if you're not going on vacation or something like that, like this is not just taking an entire week out of the gym and just like, you know, doing whatever the rest of the day, right? This, you're, we're still going to be working out during this deload week. It's just a bit different. So there's two kind of camps here and I've done both and I'll give you my feedback on both and just like anecdotally working with people as well. The first way that I used to really do deloads was I would drastically decrease the weight I used and uh, the reps, somewhat of reps and what i mean by this is like if i was doing four sets of 12 with a you know a a bench press i wouldn't be doing that but four four sets of 12 with a bench press doing you know 300 pounds just for easy numbers what i would do during the deload week was i would do four sets of 10 with 250 pounds so i would drastically decrease the weight and then drop the reps a little bit that was okay that was good and like that was it was okay that's one way to do it. It's just like drastically decreasing the weight you use and then like dropping the reps a little bit to just really give your body a break from that heavy reps, that, that heavy weight stimulus. And also that would decrease the volume because the less weight you use, the less volume your body is going to, to accumulate. So that's kind of one way. Um, the next way is kind of what I do right now. And that is going to be like, so for example, I just did 315 on bench press for four sets of three. What I'm going to do next week is probably going to look something like 280 on bench press for two sets of five right like i'm I'm dropping the weight it's still heavy weight i'll go from 315 to 280 285 like it's still heavy weight but what i'm going to do is i'm going to drop the sets in half so i'm going to try to keep the intensity of the weights i use so still lift heavier weights but drop the volume by dropping the sets in half and like so for example on Monday, um, I normally do front squats for four sets of six to eight, and then I do um, a landmine deadlift for four sets of six to eight. What I'll do on Monday when I go into my leg day, I'm going to do two sets of six with 
20, 15 to 20% less weight. So if I was doing, I think I was working up to 245, 255 on front squats, I'll do 195 to 205 on front squats as opposed to 245 or 255. So I'm still, I'm still getting a heavy weight stimulus, but I'm cutting the sets in half. So instead of doing four sets, I'll do two sets. And instead of doing eight reps, I'll do six reps. So that way I'm still getting a heavy weight stimulus. <laughs> Excuse me. And then I'm just dropping the sets in half. Same with the landmine deadlift. If I was doing four sets of six to eight, I'm going to do two sets of six. Right? So I'm, and again, if I was doing 400 pounds, I'll probably do 350, 340, 350, 360, somewhere around there. So again, still keeping the heavy weight stimulus. And, and I like this way kind of better because it still lets my body be used to that heavy weight, that heavy load. Right? So. If you're taking a deload week and you're – like if, if I was benching 315 for three and I'm like, okay, I'll do 185 for six. Like 185 for six, I could do 185 for like 20, right? Like that's not that difficult for me. So as opposed to really, really dropping the intensity, a.k.a. the weight you use, the load you use, I'm starting to like keeping the intensity a bit higher. So keeping the weight used a bit higher but just cutting the volume in half by cutting the sets in half. So that's my favorite way honestly and like – Again, like, but on the same on the same token, for example, the people I coach one on one, like, I'll have them do the the if it says three or four sets, I'll have them do the three or four sets, but just use a bit lighter weight and get used to that movement. So it it really just depends on the individual, like, f- because I like to do things one way, you might like to do it differently, and your body might respond differently. So it really just depends. I can't really give you a concrete answer unless I work with you, but um, those are kind of the two main ways to to do that. Either Keep intensity high, aka weight use. So keep intensity high and drop the sets in half, or lower your intensity, aka lower the weight and keep the keep the volume about the about the same, maybe one or two reps less. So those are kind of the two different avenues. Um, but yeah, guys, beyond that, that is what a deload covers. That's what a deload week looks like. And again, I would use this for a week of training. So for example, like this is Friday. I'm supposed to train on Monday. I do lower body on Monday, upper body on Tuesday, rest Wednesday, lower body Thursday, upper body Friday. I'll still keep that same split. If I really feel like it, I'll go like after I finish next Friday's upper body workout, I'll take Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday off. So an extra day off for a deload week. But really, if I feel good, I'll just take that same schedule I normally do and, uh, and just deload that week. So that's what a deload week looks like massively beneficial, massively important, especially if you follow a structured strength training program, which you should. If you don't, reach out to me. I'd love to help you. I'd love to possibly get you in some of the coaching programs that I offer. Um, Beyond that, like I would just say if you have a question, have a concern, definitely feel free to reach out to me because I would love to help you. All right. We'll talk soon, guys. Thank you.